You know, we all remember that first experience where we leave our body um, or we have that experience, that metaphysical experience that completely shifts our reality tunnel. And until you have an experience like that, it's easy to, to see why you might not think there is more to this place. Um, you know, I've had um, experiences where I've sort of, I've seen life from the perspective of people and I've been able to sort of see life through the eyes of other people. And I kind of feel like, you know, it's it's so interesting to to have experiences of that in life because, you know, when we're wrapped up in waking reality and we're going around sort of working our jobs, doing our different things that we're doing, it's kind of easy to get wrapped up in that, you know, and not see life from sort of the astronaut perspective instead of sort of, sort of just being embedded within this web of whatever's going on, wrapped up within the 3D. Because sometimes from that place, um, you know, when we're wrapped up in the sort of the mechanic, the, the mechanical nature of things, we can't, we sort of, we, we lose that sense of spirit and we can't have that, bring that greater introspection uh, to, to our lives, you know. But I had this experience once where um, I brought, broke through the veil, sort of say, and I was sort of experiencing life as this sort of metaphysical carousel wheel where I was sort of, um, where my whole life flashed before me, you know, and I was getting to sort of, sort of have a peek into my life at a million miles an hour. And, you know, I, I really do feel like at times when you have these big experiences uh, where you where you feel that, you know, it kind of feels like um, that the universe has created or God or consciousness, whatever you want to call it, has created life in a sense to to live out multiple expressions. You know, the for example, if if there is a God or a creator or a universe out there, whatever you want to call it. And it did want to learn very fast. You ask yourself the question, how would it learn? It would probably create multiple expression through different experiences, different lives, through um, all sentience within the universe. And it would just sort of throw it out there like paint on a canvas and sort of seeing what's stuck and what come back. And I kind of feel like that's what's playing out and playing out on a mass scale here. Um, maybe we are just um, uh, expressions of consciousness playing out our different lives and once we've learned the lessons, what we need to learn in this lifetime, we take that back to source, you know, and source collects it. Um, sort of like a, a raindrop, you know, a raindrop hits the hits the ground and then it eventually evaporates and goes back up again, sort of recy recycles, you know. And then maybe after all that, after source gets all its information again, it sort of throws more paint out there on the canvas and just repeats, rinse and repeats again and again and again, just like the, the, the weather in the UK. <laughs> um, you know, but um, it's interesting because, you know, in our life, in our life, we all sort of, you know, we come across arseholes. At times we can be arseholes, you know, <laughs> uh, I've been arsehole many times. Um, but when you have these big experiences, these metaphysical experiences, the more that you start coming back to the 3D realm, you know, you start tolerating arseholes, you know, and stop being an arsehole as much. Because uh, there's a lot of arseholes. <laughs> um, and it's kind of the best way I can describe this is the expression of a, a fly, for example. You know, when you're not when you're not awakened, and for example, a fly or a wasp or something will come in your room. Many people will just kill the wasp, but as you become more and more conscious and bring more and more awareness, you'll start tolerating the fly. You know, and that's the kind of same as arseholes. You'll start tolerating more arseholes in in your life. You know. Yeah, but there's times where I've had these big experiences. And I went beyond the veil and left my body. And it feels like I'm some sort of like metaphysical teenager. 
uh, dancing in the higher realms and getting sort of played with by God. Sort of <laughs> didn't sound right. Did it played with played with by God? <laughs> Not in that way, <laughs> but played with God in a sense of like sort of um, you know taking the mick out of us when the work's getting really hard and I'm like oh no, and um, the, uh, the God or universe whatever you want to call it sort of like just laughing pointing down laughing laughing at us. Uh, played with by the universal one <laughs> uh, but anyway the, the other day I had a, a really interesting experience where I went off in the woods to take psychedelics and I, I smoked, took, a, took a few hits on a bong and smoked some weed and for me um, I feel like um, just speaking from my perspective uh, for me I feel like um, uh, sometimes in my life I just need a little bit of a, a nudge beyond the veal sort of say um, to get out of the sort of the dumb monkey mind and sometimes that's that's all it takes for me, you know. So anyway, I went for a, a walk in the woods one day, a couple of days ago. And, um, you know, I had this experience where I really felt um, reality bounce. And, you know, it's it's hard to really express this through words, you know, because when you try to sort of convey some of these experiences, that words and language never do it justice. It's, it's even been a few days now since I had this experience. And... Um, you know, already it's just the the feelings that were invoked through that have sort of diminished. You know, and it becomes even harder to describe it through through language and and also in a way that you can actually understand. You know, but the only way I can describe it is that reality sort of bounced. You know, um, and you know it's like, um, for example, say if um, you know, for example, say if you uh, it feels like you know, for example, if it felt like, for example, leaving your body, but sort of not leaving your body if that makes sense it's kind of like because one of the biggest points of his perspective that i got through with this experience is that um these experiences um when we move our consciousness are kind of happening from us they're not happening to us if that makes sense so it kind of feels like we are the we are our own center of our own mandalas and and to sort of attain these higher levels of consciousness is sometimes we're not going anywhere we're just actually altering the state of who we are and as we move through our state of within inside of ourselves we get to move into them them states of awareness the best way i can describe this is for example if you go into nature and you take mushrooms or you take any form of psychedelics um the the sort of the the insects the birds and the creatures sort of kind of know that you've entered into their realm sort of say um they're sort of like welcome you you know they kind of you kind of you kind of feel it and I kind of feel like maybe that's the state of consciousness that maybe insects and animals are always in. You know, they're more connected to the to the spirit realm, if you want to call it that. They're more in it. Whereas sometimes when we're more in the 3D realm, we're sort of we're in this more sort of me uh, mechanistic nature to ourselves. But when you expand your awareness, you sort of your, you slip your awareness into these different states of being, where you become more connected to 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 the to the world, people, and things around you in nature as well. And so that's that, that's the best way I can describe it anyway. But it's kind of like, you know, your, your awareness your awareness shifts. And I had this experience where um, it felt like I had these sort of these virtual reality goggles on. Um, it's kind of interesting though, like how we're on about creating virtual reality when we're already really in a virtual reality anyway, you know. Um, we're trying to create, people are trying to create virtual realities. Of, they're trying to create, um, you know, real grass. Uh, eventually they want to, you want to create um, real physical services so that your senses can actually feel stuff. But right now, you know, we're already in that virtual reality. I think we just kind of forget that. Um, but I had this experience where I was walking through nature and it kind of felt like I had these virtual reality goggles on where I was just sort of walking through the forest and uh, looking down at stuff and everything seemed brighter than brighter, you know. 
and it kind of does that you know when you alter your consciousness you kind of your senses really go on hyperdrive you know you can smell smells that you couldn't normally smell and um, the oxygen feels a lot more cleaner okay, colors feel brighter you can hear things that, that you couldn't quite hear before and i had this experience where i felt like some sort of like godlike creature was like had his two fingers underneath my nostrils and was pulling my nose really high and I was, it was allowing so much oxygen to flow through my body. It felt so clean. Uh, it was a, a really uh, wild experience. But one of the biggest sort of divine truths that came through um, through this experience, and you know, and I'm not saying this in a way to say that this is the ultimate truth. This is I'm just speaking from an expression of me because when someone in life says to you, I know the truth, you know, um, run, a, run a million miles away from that person, you know, because no one knows what's going on in this place. So I'm just speaking from my own experience, but when it, when I had this some of these divine moments of truth, um, I kind of got this feeling that you know what we the reality that we see that's in front of us is the only reality, you know, because I kind of feel like um, you know, for example, I know we have a contextual understanding of maybe experiences that are going on. For example, maybe you've got awareness of of family members that are doing certain things now. But really, truly, the only reality that exists is the one that's in front of you now. The best way I heard this described a long time ago was by Tom Campbell. And he said that, and he was using this for the simulation theory, but you can also use this for how reality, the only, how you can you also use this for how the only reality in front of you is the only one that really exists. Is when you play on, for example, you play on Grand Theft Auto, a computer game or something, and you move to a new part of the map. That map will only render as you move there. And when you're not in that part of the map, it will no longer be there. So I kind of feel like, I don't know if this is happening, but I kind of feel like the reality could be work also working like that because, you know, the reality that in, in front of us is the only reality, you know? How do we even know that what we can't see or what we can't perceive is really is really there, you know? And that's a, that's a big one, I, I don't know, but um, I think a lot of esoteric teachers have tried to play with that one for, 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 a, for a long time, you know? Um, but um, and one of the the biggest lessons through that experience that I had as well is is that how if that is the case, um, for example, when when you have a lucid dream or or you have a, a dream at night, a vivid dream, um, it gets to a point within dreaming where you start realizing that the dreaming world, a lot of it is is of the subconscious, and it's the dream is sort of projecting and, and showing you experiences and people in the dream realm that is of your subconscious and things that you need to work on so it kind of makes sense that reality itself could also be very similar you know when we when we meet new people or people come into our lives or we have new experiences or whatever is turning up or leaving our lives is things that are manifesting from our subconscious in front of us because you know we are our own reality tunnels you know and one of the big experiences i had had through this experience is that is that you know we are the center of, of our own mandala you know and um it's sort of it's not two or three-dimensional it's multi-dimensional you know it's not outside of the body it's inside of the body culture uh, the whole thing is that culture and language tend to become traps and yet they can be the platforms for enormous freedom if you understand what it's all about and what it's all about is you you are the center of the mandala you are not 
marginalized in any way. And the message that the culture gives us is that we are marginal. It doesn't matter whether you, if you've got a hundred million dollars, Fortune magazine will inform you that so do 10,000 other people on the North American continent. There's nothing special about you. It's, and so we are constantly, this is part of the democratic legacy. We are constantly told you're not special. Special isn't special. Anybody could do it. What the psychedelic, and so then when you look for guidance, direction, mentorship, we always look toward institutions. Well, I'll go to the university, or I'll go to the army, or I'll do something. Somebody will tell me, will give me a larger purpose. But it's really yourself that is uh, the final arbiter. And if you keep yourself as the final arbiter, you will be less susceptible to infection by cultural illusion. And, you know, you know, in our current waking reality, you know, it's evident to see that, especially right now on the planet, we are in a sort of a state of amnesia, you know, and, and just kind of, kind of sense something with inside of ourselves, this deeper awareness has been shifted out of balance a little bit, you know, and um, we, the best way I can describe this is we've sort of been despirited, you know, and, um, you know, the, the, our multidimensional nature is not visible when all these different sort of mechanistic grids are laid, o laid over it. You know, for example, if we're too embedded within sort of the 3D realm, it's easy to see why you can get wrapped up in that and not become aware of these visible states of awareness that we have access to, you know, through our consciousness. Um, it's easy It's easy to get wrapped. We all get wrapped up in that, you know, through our daily tasks, through our fears and uh, limited, uh, through our emotions and through our limited tendencies and stuff, you know. We're all here. That's what we're all working on. But it's easy to see why um, people call this the matrix, you know, the, the great illusion, because this, the nature of this place is so good that you forget who you truly are. It, it, um, it's, it's the nature of this, of this place is so good that um, it actually begins to trap you in this, you know. And I kind of feel like that's one of the big experiences that I had is that um, one of the things that come through it was trying to show us that you know, some of the greatest masters and some of the greatest people in the world aren't the ones who you think, you know, it's not the Buddhas, it's not the Dalai Lama, it's not um it's not even Jesus themselves, you know, it's the ones who've learned the lessons, you know, it's the it's the ascended masters who's who've remembered that this is their game and remembered it's just a matrix and they've worked through the emotions and operate from that place of known and moved through their own spheres or moved through their own veils of consciousness. Cause I had this feeling as well, I had this vision of um when I was having this experience of the Garden of Eden, so the biblical sense of the Garden of Eden, you know, is that, is that it's a sort of a physical thing and that there's a, there was a physical Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve bit the apple. Um, but I feel like, you know, we're, we're our own Garden of Eden, you know. Um, I feel like the Garden of Eden isn't a sensor. It's not, it's not a sensor, just a physical thing. It's a more of a metaphysical thing. As we move through the veil of ourselves, we get closer to that Garden of Eden, you know. Because like I said before, if reality is from us um you know we are our own reality tunnels we are the center of our own mandala that must make make the argument um that if we are our own taurus field it must mean that as we move closer to the garden even with inside of ourselves you know reality emerges and, and you know and manifests in front of us because i i really feel like this whole place is of that you know it's a it's a manifestation you know and like i said before if if reality and this is very deep but if reality that in front of us is the only reality, 
then it must you must have to ask yourself the question is that everything that is unfolding is because that's where you're at in the game you know so as you start raising your level of awareness your game in front of your reality in front of you starts to to involve and change and becomes maybe more abundant or more cleaner to to the state of consciousness consciousness or feeling that you that you want to sort of um you want to retain or or, or get to you know and um what's really interesting about one of the experiences i had is that the only best way i can describe this is like i think alex ray has an amazing picture of this but it's kind of like two sort of like a it's like two reality tunnels together sort of say so for example it's like two torus fields so for example they, um, for people who's listening on audio i can't really show a picture but i'll try and do my best to describe it but it's kind of like um if you if you have sort of two um if you put your hat to your hands up in the air and you come come to the center of your hands eventually the center of that circle um that's not a good way to describe it <laughs> i'll try again so for example say if um say for example you've got two um you've got two circles at either side and two circles at either side are one is the entrance into the work and one is the exit out of the work and as you come to the center as you move from one circle to the other circle and you come to the center of that eventually it will get smaller and smaller in the center and the center of that the center of the two circles is the work and as you move out you move through you as you move into the work you come through one circle enter the center of the center and then move back out into the circle again out to the outer side of the circle and i kind of feel like at times that's what it feels like the nature of the work you know as we as we move through the work we go as as we're bridging this gap between the the metaphysical and the physical we're sort of moving at the center of that and at the center of the torus field and then as we sort of come back to the physical we move we move out to get get out move out again and try and bridge that gap it's kind of like um another analogy i can describe to try and describe this better is, is that when you when you do the deep work it's kind of like diving for a pearl at the bottom of the ocean so you know um before you dive into that ocean you know you know that the water is going to be cold it's going to be dark you're going to have to hold your breath and you prepare yourself and you know and you you've got a bit of apprehension a bit of fear around it and you dive into that ocean and you swim right down you know it's hard work to get to the bottom of the ocean you find the pearl you pick it up you look at it and you're like yes but then eventually once you grab the pearl you realize that you've got to swim back to the surface again and get air so you you swim back to the surface get to the surface and you take once you hit the surface you're like oh, you take that deep breath and you get that moment of realization like yes i've done it but then eventually the nature of the work is that you know there's more pearls to get and you've got to swim back down and do that again and rinse and repeat rinse and repeat it's kind of like um like uh, that when when rain hits the earth you know and rain hits the the surface of the planet and eventually evaporates and goes back again and recycles it's kind of like that the nature of the works very much like the weather in the uk and our work it's continue getting sunny then it rains it's sunny then it rains and we'll keep moving through the through the work that's the best that's sort of the best way i can i can describe it you know but it was very interesting because after coming through that and after moving after grabbing the pearl or moving through the sort of the center of the torus field it felt like the universe was trying to test us so for example i was i was walking through the woods and um you know for example when when you when you're moving out of a high state of awareness your your awareness is slowly starting to integrate back into to the 3d to the 3d uh, dense body you know and if and i was walking through the forest and there was like i was coming across along the trails i was coming across loads of rubbish and i was picking all this rubbish up because when you're in a high state of awareness you know you you, you want to help you you, you you can't not do good you know and um, so i'm like put, putting all this rubbish in my backpack that i had on 
and my backpack was getting so so much more full and um <clears throat> there was a funny moment in it where um I could I really was in the in the thick of the work and I could see like the universe was testing us like are you going to pick this up or are you going to leave it are you going to pick this up or are you going to leave it are you going to leave this rubbish on the floor and then it got to a point where I just looked up at the sky and I just shouted I was like I fucking get it right I fucking get it <laughs> and um it was kind of a funny moment of like you know when the work's getting when you really see the work and I was like having this sh sort of shouting to the gods or shouting to the universe you know like I get it I get it I'm going to be good I'm going to be a better person and um, sometimes the nature of the work can kind of feel like that. And I had this other example where I was walking through the woods and it was kind of testing us on so many different stuff, uh, some different personal stuff that I can't talk about. But um, it was just testing us on so much stuff. And one of them was where I was wearing barefoot through the woods. And, you know, like in normal Western consciousness, you know, it's kind of if you see someone on the street wearing barefoot and walking around, you think they're a crazy man or they're, or they're, or they're either crazy or they're homeless. And, um, you know, we've built up whether you agree with that or not, you know, we've um, we've all built up that level. We've all built up that programming throughout all of our lives. You know, it's it's in, it's deep rooted within us all. And as I was approaching these people, I could feel like that dance in my own mind of going like, oh, they're going to judge you, mind you. They're going to judge you for wearing barefoot. They're going to get the men in white coats to come and get you. <laughs> what they're going to think of you. And when your awareness is really heightened, you can really feel their thoughts and emotions, you know. And um, I kind of feel like it was... It was showing us all these different aspects to see how I was going to react to the situation. Like, was I going to react from a place of judgment? Was I going to be react from anger or fear? Or was I going to be act from from a place of or from the heart? You know, because I kind of feel like that's what we're all moving towards. You know, in our daily lives, like how can we move? How can we more act from a place of heart? You know, because I feel like right now on the planet, you know, there's a huge there is a huge attack on the heart heart chakra. You know, where we're really trying to be sort of forced into these base root phase and this mechanistic nature of who we are um, and start obviously being prevented from operating from heart. But, you know, more of us are sort of working towards that and it's the nature of who we are, you know, it's the nature of this place we are. Whether we like it or not, we're all moving closer to, to that, you know. Um, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, when, like I said before, you know, what do these experiences mean? I don't know what these experiences mean. You know, when we, why is it that when we do alter our consciousness, we can leave our body uh, or we can expand our awareness, whatever you want to call it. You know, these experiences to me are just are not just normal experiences. You know, they completely rewire um, your your whole being. You know, you see through the veil of, of your programming, uh, your illusions and and everything and when you really when it really takes you there you you really get to see get to see all the programming uh, for what it what it is you know and the programming goes so deep it really does um like even when i'm when my awareness was so stretched out the programming was still invoked over it and trying to sort of dictate how i how i view reality you know it's kind of interesting i would be interesting to see um sort of a sort of a metaphysical graph of of how we how of how we see reality is actually dependent upon all the programming that we've had because I can imagine that the graph would be would be like a would it be like a, um, a rich man's a rich man's sort of um uh, rich man's bank account <laughs> in terms of the graph you know in terms of how much of um of the interest rate that he gets as how much how much that interest rate of our programming affects our reality if that makes sense um so I kind of feel like, like I said, the programming goes so deep, you know, but, you know, these altered states of consciousness, attaining these altered states of consciousness have been fundamental through human history, you know. Um, um, you know, if we look back throughout all history, we find 
evidence of these experiences where people have been entering these states and understood the importance of it. But it's very interesting because, you know, in our physical reality, you know, modern day science says that we have the five, five senses, you know. But it's interesting because ancient Egyptians believed that we had 360 senses and they spoke about this word called jiva, the being jiva, and that when the being jiva with inside of the self is fully activated, we will have access to these 360 senses. So I kind of feel like, you know, physical 3D reality, our senses have evolved to a certain extent to, to keep us um, limited and keep us more sort of uh, mechanistic, sort of say. But as you alter your consciousness, you know, you get, a, you get sort of, um, you move beyond sort of the, the normal alert, um, normal alert problem solving consciousness and you get a sense that there's something more. And you know, and if, if you are out there in your life and you, you're not having these experiences where you, you know, you you're feeling this heightened state of awareness or you're having these big metaphysical experiences, you know, just because you're not having them doesn't mean they're not there. You know, there was a one point in my life where I wasn't having these big experiences and getting these big moments of awareness. But like I said, it doesn't mean they're not there, you know. Um, so keep that in mind anyway. So I hope you like this one. I don't even, all honesty is I can't even remember what I fully talked about. Sometimes that's the nature of these. I have an experience and I just want to record them. Um, so if you can make sense of that, <laughs> Good luck, <laughs> because um, I don't even know what I've talked about. So if you can, guys, check out the one-off don donation option and the Patreon page. Go such a long way to help me keep doing what I'm doing. I'm also now offering some one-on-one -on -one personal coaching if this also interests you on your journey. It doesn't have to be any topic in specific. If you just need a friend that you want to talk to and bounce ideas off, uh, some of the current coaching clients I work with, you know, they just want someone that they can talk to and have a friend that they can talk about some of these other big experiences who who can relate to them and who doesn't judge them uh, who they can just talk to so i love you all and i'll catch you in the next one i'll probably be doing a live uh, in a couple of days time but I'll, I'll let you guys know that anyway i love you all keep seeking as always peace out <laughs>